0: How's it going, everyone? Welcome into the Sports Appeal podcast. I'm your host AJ Teal. As always, to my right, my co-host and my dad, Noel Teal. We are at the All Star break. Finally, somehow we're at the All Star break because I feel like it's it like started out really, really slow, yep. and then we kind of sped up, and now we're at the All Star break. Look, I have the al- NBA season. I already have my James Harden beard going. You do, yeah. I mean I did too but work requires to cut it. I was getting yelled at by my by the boss man. Really? I was. Okay. I was trying to do it. Okay. It was I'm actually getting there too. I'm not at year level yet but I I'm I'm going to get there eventually. <laughs> but we got a lot to talk about. We got to talk about the first half of the NBA season. We were doing our power rankings to start the season, took a break from that to do our position uh list now, today we're, we're continuing the position list. We're doing power forwards in our second segment after the break. But we're going to start by just breaking down our, the first half of the NBA season. Who do we like? Who do we think is real title contenders? Who do we think are pretenders? And we'll take a look at the tank war. The tank war? Teams at the bottom because they matter too. They do. It, it matters. F- the future matters. The future for Cade Cunningham. It does. Also, we got to talk a little bit preview NFL free agency. Talk about... The massacre. The that's massacre coming. of cuts. They're coming. That sounds bad when you don't have it in context. The massacre of cuts, but we're talking about the massacre of cuts on teams and how there's a there's a lot of cuts coming if there
1: hasn't been a lot already. Can't you know? Just as a stupid comment. Yeah. Uh, I know that the revenues are down. You know, with everything that's going on, so they're making the salary cap lower. Yeah. Can't the really rich owners? chip in a little bit extra and keep the cap to where it's supposed to be you know
0: jerry jones was asked that and he said that uh, no he spent it all on another yacht oh yeah mm-hmm. so he he couldn't really contribute oh they're wealthy yeah. oh, but oh, uh, the wealthy. we got a lot to talk about let's get into it let's run it Let's start with our news and rumors from the week in sports. Let's just start with the the NFL, little NFL news. Let's talk about cuts to teams because mm-hmm. free agency, as we know, is coming up, 15th to 17th, however you wanna look at it. Two more weeks, free agency's here. And there's something a little off about this free agency because all know, we all know COVID, how it's impacted, not only the season, but salary cap and salaries and, and the fact that every year the salary cap is supposed to go up a certain amount amount and players that signed contracts two three years ago even four years ago that are you know their contracts are, are still going into this year the cap was supposed to be exponentially higher than it is and supposed it's supposed go- to be this year it's
1: going to be 18 million lower than last
0: year yeah not exactly. higher right. lower so how are they going to make this work so this is a problem because there's going to be a lot of players cut and then a lot of good players that were on nfl teams that were you know that were on on NFL teams, they're not even gonna be on teams this year because unless they want to take a significant, significant like veteran minimum
1: contract, right. they can't be. They just won't be able to be fit in. Right. That, exactly. I, ha- half. Do you know that half the teams are over the salary cap already without even doing anything with free agency or yeah. the draft? Right. I mean that that's the craziest part. Like we t- we've talked
0: about the Saints and how they're like mm-hmm. 100 million over the cap. <laughs> that they would still be. They, I don't think it'd be that bad if the cap was over that. They'd still be like. 60, 50 million over the cap with a rising cap. If we weren't due to COVID, yeah. So it's not like like teams. There are certain teams that just didn't manage their cap very well, but there are teams getting screwed by this because they did. Totally. And now it's just screwing them because it's not going up.
1: Like, like, like. Let's, well, isn't it also the reason Dak's not signed yet? Right.
0: There's, there's so. I mean, there's a lot of ways to create cap in the NFL by you know pushing, uh, sa- uh pushing salary into signing bonus, pushing back on making fake years and blah 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 whatever. Yeah. But in terms of, of, you know, let's just discuss some free agency and let's start with the cuts because there's been a lot of cuts so far. You know, we've, we've, we've seen multiple players on the Panthers get cut. And that was when we were talking about, quote unquote, they're making room for Deshaun Watson. Right. Yeah, sure. It could be that. But they're also making room for to get under the salary cap.
1: Right. I, so I pray it's not like I pray Dallas finds a way to bring Kawan short onto the team. You, I want think another, he, you, know, you want another
0: injured defensive tackle from the, the Panthers? Like, how'd that work out last year with Don Tariq, <laughs> All right, Well, all right, maybe that's not right. <laughs> so, you, you know, you've had Tyrell Williams, wide receiver for the Raiders got cut. He signed with the Lions. J.J. Watt gets cut. He signs with the Cardinals. But, you know, How there's about, a lot of... Well, I heard today that uh, didn't Jared Cook get cut yeah, from Jared the Saints? Jared Cook from the Saints. They, they, Josh they cut Hill? Their, yeah, they cut their punter. Like, a lot of punters are actually being cut because certain, you know, when you have a good punter... Usually, punters, kickers are signed to really long-term deals. Yeah, they make a million, two right, million, a five, year. six years. Because if you get, if you find one, you want to keep them. So you know these punters that are only, you know, you in a in a normal year only making two, three million. That two, three million this year is uh, when you
1: can sign a punter for 900k for a minimum. Do you know? Do you know else you can do? It's a cap casualty. You, can, all the GMs, I need you to hear this loud and clear. <laughs> you can call me up, and I will do it for 400k. <laughs> You will save yourself so much money, and I will net the same 38 to 42 yards for, for kicking that the pathetic half of the punting units do mm-hmm. in this league.
0: You think you think could? How far do you think you could punt a football? Oh, I used to punt the ball like a mother. I've tried to punt the football. Yeah. And like yours sometimes. Just goes, yours goes straight up in the air. It goes really high.
1: Yeah, but it goes straight up in the air.
0: Yeah. So like I think they should implement a new punting stat strategy where like, you know, if you punt it so high, it goes like 10 yards but you punt it so high the entire team like corrals around the (laughs) kick returner and like screams at him and like 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 tries to scare him and And then they
1: fumble i think that's a pretty good is that not a good strategy it's great but i think i could definitely still even at my age right now and all my issues i still think i could punt at 35 or 40 yards
0: wow i'll take you up on that okay i will take you i'm not that i could punt farther but there's no way you could punt at 40 yards
1: all right without pulling a hamstring I, I, listen, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna need the uh, masseuse and the trainer to work on me before we go out right. there and start kicking.
0: And, and the other thing that has to do—it's not just like players getting cut; it's the fact that there are players that were backups. You know, the fit the the four string wide receiver that was like really good. You know, wasn't a four string wide receiver because it wasn't the best wide receiver. But usually, those four string guys are special teams guys that are important sure. on the special teams. Those guys might not be even be on teams this year well, because of, like, the cap. Like, there are going to be players that were on NFL teams that would still be on NFL teams that are just not going to be I, unless they take a significant pay cut just to make a roster and
1: try to prove themselves sure. i agree the cap. Game. I agree with you on the players that are one-dimensional, yeah. like the fourth wide receiver who isn't on special teams. Yeah. But the fifth wide receiver who also plays special teams will have a roster spot. Yeah, because, I, I could definitely see that. Because, yeah. because, because it's—I mean, take the Cowboys, for instance, right? Amari Cooper is not doing punt coverage. He's not. No, you're going to ba- need Noah barely, Brown. He barely you're plays wide receiver. You're going to need Cedric, uh, whatever his name is. Cedric Wilson. Wilson. Man. You know, those guys are going to have to be on the team. Yep. You know, again, I agree with you. They may have to take cuts to stay on the team for a year. But if all things, you know, return, what you can do is just restructure it and, you know, say, hey, you're going to make 600000 this year, but you're going to make $2.8 next mm-hmm.
0: year. So you know, one thing also you got to look at is is with free agency. Yeah. When you, I, I guess we we've thought of this, but it, it's kind of in the back of our minds with Dak Prescott. Like we've oh, I have always said, and there's ask you know anyone out there about that knows things about quarterbacks and free agency, whatever. We've said if Dak Prescott, if the you know the Cowboys, there's there's ways they can create cap and sign him. There just is. There's ways to push salary back and whatever there's ways Definitely. to manipulate
1: it. we got like six guys on right. billion dollar contracts so, we can research. so Dak Prescott let, let's just say he
0: was he was to hit the open market mm-hmm. i've always said he's going to get 40 something million from a team that's desperate for a quarterback but i don't think he is this year that's what you know in the back of my mind i'm always thinking
1: with the cap this year is he going to get that that 40 million because not if you want to not if you want to be able to to have an entire roster around you and 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 it's it's not just him it's it's the guys
0: like the Allen Robinsons you know best wide receiver out there on the other thing is, is he gonna get that 18 17 million you might uh, uh, you're gonna see a probably a lot of one-year deals you yeah. might you're gonna see a lot of one-year deals one two-year deals you know two years at max because they're one they're gonna get there that's how they're going to get the most out of their money, is, or get, a, is get an almost fully guaranteed one year. That, well,
1: that's just it. You're going to get fully guaranteed contracts.
0: Right. Yep. So you're going to get a fully guaranteed or almost fully guaranteed one year, yep. and they're going to hit the open you know, market, and hopefully the cap... Gets better next year. Gets better next year. But because, that, so, you know, quote-unquote, hopefully we have
1: full stands, or close to full stands by August. Yeah, that definitely. would be the goal. So listen, H... That, I, that I, boosts I, tickets and all that. I have, I have several names of yeah. top players in the NFL, mm-hmm. right, who... All of the experts think are ripe for cuts Hmm. due to the way that their, you know, their 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 salaries are what the cap savings would be, how little dead money there would be, you know, all things like that. Mm -hmm. Right. Tell me your first reaction if these guys will be easily picked up by another team. Gotcha. All right. Yep. John Brown of the Buffalo Bills.
0: John Brown's. He's been riddled with injury. He was riddled with injury last year. If he's cut, which I, I think that is very possible because Gabe Davis doesn't deserve to be like a fifth string on that team. So he, yep. they definitely found something in him. I he's, I think... He's 30 years old. Right, 30 years old, he's, but he's still a speedster. Yep. He's going to get... He'll be picked up for, again, for a very, very... A one-year, very minimum deal because he, that's all he's going to get. If he wants... He's going to want to be in the NFL and teams are going to have interest. Mm-hmm. But... It's gonna be very. It's not pred- gonna
1: be what he would would get in a normal free agency. My prediction: He's not in the NFL this year.
0: Wow! Not in the and the NFL. Not in the NFL. Okay then.
1: Trent Brown,
0: Raiders. Uh, yes, he's and, and he's not. I he is. You know, I think he he. You know, there's been tweets about him wanting to get out. Yeah. Th- this guy's when healthy, when in a good situation, is a top five. He's a monster offensive tackle. The dude is like 6'10", 400 pounds. Yeah. And <laughs> no one's getting. Is no one's getting through you he's a great pass coverage lineman yep that's only 27 right the The thing with him is that if he gets i don't see him getting cut i really don't there's you know guys cry about this all the time you know when they they want out and he hasn't he hasn't really like requested a trade or requested to be released Yep. but he doesn't really love it in in Dude,
1: in he's, the raiders he's, he's been there two years he's only played half the
0: games right so if he gets cut for sure, he'll be signed again, one yep. year deal. He's, you know, that's they're not teams aren't going to let offensive linemen like that just not play. Yep. And and he'll be signed, but I do think a trade is more likely. Like I think a trade maybe back to the Patriots where he started is one. I think a trade is more likely in during the draft. Okay, for him, that's All what right. I've been hearing. D Ford on the
1: San Francisco 49ers. You
0: know, D Ford, that he just kind of disappeared. Mm-hmm. And I believe he was hurt last year. Yeah, he was. He he kind of disappeared. He you know he he had that he had that uh that moment in the uh in the, the Chiefs AFC Championship where he he jumped off sides. Mm-hmm. That was kind of the last time we saw him, and he was a great pass rusher. And then he you know got hurt. I don't think he'll be cut. I think he's too good of a player when healthy to just be cut.
1: But Obviously, they saved they, they saved save, right, 15, fifteen million dollars by cutting him. And the, Nick Bose is coming back. Yeah, you know. Uh, another play Armstead's coming back
0: another player just like Trent Bown where he's he's too good for teams not to like sign him totally but again agree. somebody will not sign him gonna he, get. he's not gonna 15 get 15
1: million back that's exactly right yeah uh, Joe
0: Hayden on the Pittsburgh Steelers Hayden is another one getting up there in age a little bit I believe he's maybe in his 30s or close to 30 Uh, but but he is um. 32 yeah 32 yeah wow is he really yeah, yeah he, he's definitely up there yep He's been in the league a while. I could see him as one, like you're saying, like not in, takes a year off or whatever. I could see that. Do I see him being cut? Not really, because I think like the Pittsburgh Steelers are one of those teams that we all thought they were Super Bowl contenders, went healthy with that defense, and then their defense got hurt and not, and then they collapsed. So I think it's they're more of a team that's going to be like, yeah, we have a team. Let's just get our seven draft picks, and we
1: don't really need money for... Yeah, the problem lunch. with the Steelers is they're way over the cap, and... They got Joe Hayden and Steve Nelson, and they cannot afford both of them. So one of them's gone. Yeah. Um, David Johnson on the Houston Texans. So so Johnson was just
0: re-signed to a deal. He, he restructured you know, a one-year deal. So not going to cut him,
1: I wouldn't believe. I don't know why you would just... Ex- well, they restructured him, so now the dead money isn't so bad. No, right. But, um, but come on, it's... Well, they, they did release Duke Johnson, the
0: backup. Yeah. So, would you release another running back? I don't. Maybe like uh, come draft time if they. I'm just draft saying one.
1: if if McCaffrey is really part of that deal <laughs> and, hey, and McCaffrey's if, coming from. If Carolina, McCaffrey's
0: traded to the Texans, you can cut him. I I don't personally don't think he's that good anymore. Yeah. You know, he was he was he actually had a couple good games down the stretch. Yeah. Uh, he did I, have a couple of good games. I, I think with that restructured, I think I lost a few fantasy be, yeah. football games to him. I think so, too. All right,
1: and last one: Preston Smith on the Green Bay Packers. I don't know how you could cut him. I I really don't. And
0: if he is cut, definitely picked up by a team. This guy has been like I, like a sack lo- machine. Yeah, him and Leder- him and the, Smith. The, the the Smith brothers. Yep. What is he had like 25, 26 sacks over the last two years? Like double digit sacks the last two years. Yeah, but
1: this year he's supposed to be paid
0: twenty million dollars. Right, and that's the problem. Like these, there there are some guys that they're getting paid so much, and the the money that you save is so. Is benefits your team more than having the player, then you have to cut him. But a guy like Preston Smith, who you can consider a top 10 outside, you know, pass rusher, I don't understand why, you know, yeah, you're saving the money. You
1: save $12 million, you get closer to the cap number, and you live without one of your two studs. And I, you go draft an edge rusher a, for like he's
0: a guy that I'll take the player over the 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 saving money. Fine if there's no other way, then you got no other choice. But there's got to be other players that they cut.
1: Well, over. and the crappy thing for Preston Smith is if he gets cut, like you said, he's not getting twenty million nope. anywhere. Be on a team. He's not getting twenty million. No, he's gonna get thirteen. Yep. Watch the- <laughs> on a one year deal. On a one year deal. Mm-hmm. All it's, right. it's a it's a crazy. So, yeah, really well, crazy.
0: That that's just the whole cap, uh, cap situation with cutting. Yep. Uh, in the next couple of weeks, we'll have definitely a free agent update maybe we'll, we'll play some games where we think who's gonna go where once we get a closer idea who's you know who has who and whatever Can we get a can we get a big wheel and start spinning it we might have to get a wheel out here maybe, maybe we have to get a camera to, re, to record the podcast there anyway. you go yeah. but yeah. Let, let's let's jump into some nba news real quick let's talk you know obviously first half of the season ended last night yep. we have a couple or maybe a, i think a week off from today and then we're back in action after the all-star break We'll talk the all-star draft because we just had that. We'll just quickly touch on the uh, the teams that LeBron and Durant drafted. Yep. But let's start with um the season. How, you know, season's going good. The start of the season. Do you remember that this the start of the season? It feels like a so long ago. But the mm-hmm. start of the season, remember like all the COVID cases where I was like, this is just not happening? Like yeah. the NBA, remember with like Harden going to the strip club? Kyrie was out for like he took a break, and I was like, these NBA players, they just don't care enough. They proved me wrong. Wait, was Harden at the strip club? Yeah, it was. Yeah, Harden. Remember? Well, he, well that was back when he was in. Was the, Was that in his chubby Rockets. stage? Right, <laughs> the fake chubby stage. Ch- fake stu- <laughs> chubby stage. But I, I like many others, and I believe you too. I didn't think this this season would really go this smooth, I,
1: especially there's when been, they decided not to go. the There has been
0: like one canceled game, like every, you know, two, two canceled games a week, which mm-hmm. is fine. You know, it's going to happen. But they, they have. The players have been really, and it's kind of like what we said in the NFL, like the NFL got off to a rocky start and I don't think the players took it that serious. And then once their games were threatening to get canceled and then moved to like Tuesday nights, they were like, okay, maybe we should actually like stay in our rooms. And you know, if
1: we want to play football and make money. So that's what, that's what the NBA, I think has really done well. So everybody's played, I think the minimum is Washington. They've played thirty. Thirty-three, I yeah. think, games, yes. and like the most that anybody's played is like 36, 38, yeah. something mm-hmm. like that. So everybody's kind of within five games. Yep. So I mean, kudos to the NBA for for getting through all this. Mm-hmm. And then and then yeah, the second half schedule just got released. But if you look
0: at one common theme, is a lot of there's a lot of evenness yes. throughout the standings. You have you have, you have uh, you have Orlando that's second to last with thirteen wins. And then you have fourth seed Boston with 18 wins. Yeah, you're you're talking about five game difference between second to last and the fourth place seed. Uh, that's that, that 12, could change within two weeks. That's ten spots. Right. I mean, two weeks. The Orlando Magic could theoretically go on a six game winning streak, and Boston go to six zero and six losing right. streak, and they could switch spots. Right. Isn't or- that nuts? And Orlando will probably win tonight, so they'll
1: only be four back. Right.
0: So. You have, uh, in the Western Conference is a little more like top-heavy, but then you've yep. got into, uh, San Antonio, who has 18 wins in the sixth seed, and then you have Oklahoma City, who has 14 wins in the third-to-last seed. So it's kind of similar in that in that mix. Yeah. The, but there obviously is the top seeds so, that are, are so, controlling the
1: league right now and and are the true contenders. So let's look at the Eastern Conference first, okay? Mm-hmm. And and spit out a few things that kind of come do, to. Do you want to play contender or pretender? Contender or pretender? Sure. But Through can I just the, say one thing real quick? Right. The Brooklyn Nets, who obviously have been without Durant for nine games in a row, but still have Harden, who's playing out of his mind, and and and, and Kyrie. They've won seven straight road games, mm-hmm. nine of their last 11, and they still haven't caught Philly. No, that's crazy. That's crazy. Yep. And uh, uh, it is crazy just because you see
0: the streak they're on, but it's mm-hmm. not because you're talking about KD that's been out like three weeks. Harden took a couple games off. Kyrie took a couple games off here and there. I just find it amazing. Not that crazy, but crazy because of the win streak. Yeah, so
1: that's my number one first uh, aha moment. Mm -hmm. My second one is Boston has been horrific, and they're in fourth place. <laughs> That's awesome. They have been playing better of late. Kemba Walker uh, has come alive. Better of late, but still, I mean, they've won late. five of the last ten. It's not like they're on some crazy win streak. So, uh,
0: like we were talking about a couple weeks ago, we were worried about Miami. We were worried about Toronto. They're right back five hundred yeah. in the mix of the Eastern Conference. And how about the Knicks? How about those Knicks? How eighteen and eighteen. Ben Look, Knicks. nineteen and eighteen after Janita, They're killing. The, they're going to be over five hundred at the All Star break.
1: Did the Knicks have eighteen wins all of last year? I don't Maybe. think so. I, I don't. don't know if they did. Not, I don't think they did.
0: So, so that's. I think they're pretty much a lock to make the playoffs the way they're playing right now. And then my last
1: aha is, Orlando. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know we're homers. I know we thought big things. We were in the we playoffs were, we last 4-0 year. We were four zero to start the 4-0. season. Four and zero. And since then, we are nine and twenty three. The uh the injuries piled up. Yes. It's just
0: not enough to go around. You have Nikola Vucevic who is playing insane, insane. incredible, but and it's nobody just else. not a lot of help around him. Look. It, would what? it surprise me if they somehow they're three games back of a you know playoff spot of the 10th seed? Would it surprise me if they somehow snuck in there? They were up fifteen to Atlanta last <laughs> night in the fourth quarter and lost. Would it surprise me if they did? We'll have to wait and see because trade deadline will depict this team because will Vooch be gone? Will Fournier be gone? And we'll just just have to see. But I that's a whole other that's a whole discussion for the trade deadline. Yeah. But let's just do pretender, pretender or contender at the midway point. Okay. Let's start with the Eastern Conference, Philly at number 1 24 and 12 and be the
1: absolute front runner for MVP pretender or contender <laughs> without a doubt a contender you're going and with contender definitely contender and still right now unless durant harden and irving are completely healthy in the playoffs mm-hmm. still my team to come out of the, the the east
0: so so they are obviously contender they are first in the east and they they have the mvp on their team yes But in terms of if you want to make me a you know you want to make me a bet they'll be in you know they're the favorites to come out of the East they're just not this team is right now with the team they have right now with not someone who is a second in my opinion that second elite level player next to Embiid Embiid's gonna is is doing his thing the dude is a
1: beast he is. Carrying that team right now. Tobias Harris is averaging 20 points a game. That's fine fine for my number two guy when you have the all-world center who can't be stopped.
0: Still, I know they're the number one seed, but regular season is regular season. They go up against a Brooklyn or Milwaukee team. They're not coming out of that series in seven games. They're just not. They're not coming
1: out against a very healthy Brooklyn team. And and a very healthy Milwaukee team Mm -hmm. as well. Still something off with Milwaukee. So I think that those are the
0: only two... You know they're a, they're a contender because there's only two, you know, p- teams that can really and again, stop this. When team. you
1: say contender, meaning I can come out of the East to represent the East in the finals, or we'll do well, get to the playoffs, and make some noise. I I, I think contender that they can make the finals. That okay. that's how we're risking this. Then I'm saying Obviously they're I contender. Obviously, I think
0: that that Phillies doesn't really have a title winning team, but they contender are a contender to make the finals out of the East. Yes, I'd say in that aspect, no. You're an idiot. Because there's just... Right now, as their team stands, there's no chance they beat Brooklyn or Milwaukee in a series. Okay. So then that being said, Brooklyn, I of think course. we both can believe that. That is a... Fa- that's my favorite to win the whole thing right now. And then Milwaukee's kind of on that side where, they, yeah, they're 21-14. Bro- Brooklyn, without Kevin Durant healthy, mm-hmm. will not come out of the East. I think Milwaukee puts up the best fight to to Brooklyn, and that's a 6-7 game series. Yep. I think Brooklyn, with the scoring, is just outmatches any of these teams in the East right now and Boston right as they stand now are nowhere near those other three teams. But if they were to rumored to be trading for a Jeremy Grant or a Nikola Vucevic, imagine Nikola Vucevic on that team without giving up Kemba Walker or another piece of their, you know, of their rotation that is not a young guy yep. that makes them, that puts them right. I think that puts them above, you know, Philly in a, in a series you're talking about Vucevic on Boston makes them a contender. Uh, a hundred percent. It's amazing how they get a center. They got a big guy that can start there. That puts them. They're they're they're, they're right there. Vuk- they could can, they could be Philly
1: in a series. Vukovic would make Walker, Tatum, and Brown completely elevate their game. Agreed. And it would take shots off their shoulders yeah. and and feed Vooch in the
0: post. That would yep. allow them way more open shots for all three of them. It yep. make them a lot better. Yep. Moving on to the uh, the West. We've got a couple teams. We have. To, I think we got. Well, Set, let me, six
1: teams in the West that I, I would like to talk. Really okay, quick about. but but let's just uh, again, quick three things that just point just at the halfway point, just I, I mean just smack me in the head. Yeah. Number one, the fact that Utah keeps winning. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, they've actually been on a you know they're twenty-seven to nine, but they've been on a uh, not I, the you know the winning streak that they were on like twenty games, but they've I, lost I, a couple of. Them. I got.
1: It. They lost the last two, but. Either way, I, I still I'm just shocked that they've been able to keep up this pace. Number one, we yeah. watched them play against Orlando, and they are just a awesome team. They really are. Yeah. Number two, how about Phoenix? Phoenix is I, I like they're, we, my sec- we, they're my second favorite team to watch this did, year. What did we talk about before the season started? Mm. We I I was in love with them. Like I thought this was the breakout year. I thought the Chris Paul edition was going to be massive for them, mm. and this team is playing well. I mean, they've won eight of their last ten. They look great, and they're playing great without DeAndre Ayton playing great. Yeah. You know, like so he's he's, he's playing well. Better. He's not playing, playing like every, yeah. the breakout season. But, but everyone thought. I, nobody thought he. I mean, when we said he was going to break out, it wasn't fourteen and eleven. Mm-hmm. We thought he was going to be a twenty point scorer right. and dominating down low. It's been Devin Booker on another planet. Chris Paul. You know, uh, Mikel Bridges. You know, has had a great year. You know, Saric uh, has had a really good year. The, James, uh, Jay Crowder, like, this is a really solid, deep team. Yep, I agree. And, so, then, and then, wait, hold on. Yeah. I got one more, one more. What the heck, man? I, I, I just, I can't. Houston has lost 14 straight games and was in embarrassed last night when James (laughs) Harden came back to town and they're
0: they're not even the worst story the worst story for me is is Minnesota by far I know they've been dealing Cat was out for a while and they've dealt with Beasley but you're talking about Anthony Edwards who I know no one watches the Timberwolves but Anthony Edwards is right there second behind LaMelo Ball for rookie of the year Mm -hmm. it's just that the team freaking sucks and no one watches him but he is playing very well I think they're regretting not taking the ball with that first pick,
1: but he's right there as the second best player from this draft. Minnesota has one problem. Just one problem. They don't realize that the there is another side of the basketball court where you actually have to play, play defense, defense yeah. against the other team. I don't know what's wrong with them. They they are the most cursed franchise.
0: I don't <laughs> think they I think they have the lowest winning percentage in any sports franchise in America. <laughs> I think they I think their playoffs You know, like, series win is, like, 20 years. Like, it's just cursed. Didn't the Wild go to the Stanley Cup a couple years ago? I don't know. (laughs) It's not the—no, not the city. I'm talking about the team. Oh, just the Minnesota Timberwolves? Minnesota Timberwolves, Timberwolves, I think, have the lowest winning percentage of any franchise in sports. It's really bad.
1: I'm interested to see in the second half who of San Antonio, Denver, Dallas, Golden State, and Memphis starts to— starts right. to play
0: so I, so I think easily you know the clippers utah phoenix are all contenders this year to come out of the west Definitely. it's all gonna these series are gonna come down to six seven games these are these these series are gonna be very tight in this in, conference in the west nobody is going to enjoy their first round matchup i agree yeah. lakers we've said without without ad they're just it's just no way they can get to that conference final and even beat Another team in that conference well, final. There's just and right they now they don't have, have the team around it. Right now they have to play Portland. Is that a team you want to play? Uh, you know they're gonna get they don't they're not playing with McCullum or Nurkic. And once they get back, it's not a team I want to play without Anthony Davis. With Anthony Davis, yeah. I'm
1: fine because yeah. I. No, I'm capable of winning that if you're the Clippers do you want to play San Antonio if you're Phoenix do you want to play Denver so, so if you're Utah do you want to play Dallas like I mean it, it these are not so San, San
0: Antonio at six reminds me a lot of OKC you know a year ago with uh-huh. with Chris Paul with a bunch of young guys when they're trying to tank that reminds me of San Antonio this year like yeah it's a cute story but it's basically DeMar DeRozan with all the young guys and he's having a great season but don't it, you know, forget about LaMarcus Aldridge he's not 108 yeah. yet they're uh it, it's a it's a nice story that they're going to probably make the playoffs but i don't love their their chances of winning a series yeah. and then denver is my my team right now that's sitting at 7 but they have 20 wins i i love i love this team it's it's actually my favorite team to watch in the nba this year so far mm-hmm. I think, you know, Jokic, if there wasn't a guy named Joel Embiid, he would be (laughs) right there in top three in the the, uh, MVP voting. He's averaging like 30, 10 and 10, like averaging almost a triple-double. And then you've got Jamal Murray, who started the season really, really rough, really rough, like after that bubble, really rough. And now he's coming into form. He is uh, he is playing really good. He's averaging like I think thirty points in the last six games that they've gone on a run and, and got their record over five hundred. Now they're five games over five hundred, and that Michael Porter Jr. is that third guy to the big three. Yep. They've just dealt with injuries. They've had Monte Morris out, Paul Millsap out, Gary Harris. That's like three defensive players there that they've had to dig deep into their bench, which they have a deep bench. It's just guys that. Aren't as good as
1: Will Barton and and Look, Paul Millsap. I agree with you. I think Denver and Dallas are, are poised for for nice runs in the second half. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you the team that I think is going to have a run that's going to shock everybody is the Memphis Grizzlies. Yeah, I think that team you know got hit with the COVID bug. They didn't play a lot of games. They've only played thirty one games, right? So they've got a lot of games in the second half of the year. They've won six out of their last ten. They. Valanciunas and Morant are playing great. They got a lot of really good young talent, and Dylan Brooks and, and a couple of the other guys. Mm-hmm. You know, on the team, I like the Memphis Grizzlies. Like, watch out, they're going to make a run, and they'll end up in like the sixth lap. That's my that's my crazy they're, prediction. They're playing very well, and then you you also see New Orleans, who has
0: yet to put it together. They can't together, put it together, but uh, Zion is Zion's not amazing. New. But they can't put it together. They can't the put it together, and that's the hardest thing we talked about. That the West, there's just guy. It, still with 10 teams making the playoffs yep. three teams are just going to be left out that are really good they're just in the West yep. that's how it comes down to
1: it yeah. whereas when you look at the, you know what Philly, Brooklyn, Milwaukee and Boston are going to have to deal with mm-hmm. maybe not Boston but Milwaukee, Brooklyn and Philly they're all going to be like yo, know, that first round that was nice and easy <laughs> right. thank you for the break so uh, just to touch on,
0: uh, on that that's the first half of the NBA season it's been great so far and then we just had the All-Star draft which I just want to touch on LeBron had the first pick he selected Giannis then he also took Curry, Luka, Luka Doncic, and Nikola Jokic to round out his his starting man, five. Man, that's a rough team. How could it get any better? Uh, Durant took his homeboy and Kyrie Irving, took Joel Embiid, Kawhi Leonard, and Bradley Beal, and then Jason Tatum to round out his five, that, which is that, that's not a bad five either. It's not bad, but it's LeBron. I mean, that's it's as good as it gets. And then the reserves, Durant gets a little better with Harden, Booker, Levine, Willi- Zion Williamson, Julius Randle, Vucevic, and Mitchell. That sounds a lot better than Damian Lillard, Ben Simmons. Ew.
1: (laughs) Chris Paul, Jalen Brown, Paul George is a bonus, and Gobert. So, no doubt in my mind that Team Durant is going to win this. What? Team Durant will win the All Star game. LeBron,
0: Team LeBron. Although Team LeBron lost all my respect Uh when he took Ben Simmons, I lost all respect for LeBron James for that. And then Durant gained a lot of respect when he took Nikola Vucevic. So, I'm rooting for Durant. LeBron James will win. Nope. Team LeBron will win. Nope. Put put some
1: put a hundred on it. I'm not putting a hundred on it. Is that because it doesn't matter? That's this game. A because it doesn't matter. <laughs> B Durant's not playing. You're right. He isn't playing. <laughs> <laughs> that, that,
0: does, that does suck. So uh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I forgot so, about so, that. There you go. All right. So that is our uh, that's our news and our our topics for today. We're gonna get into our top five power forwards list uh, right after a quick word from our sponsor. Back on the sports appeal. Let's get into our top five power forward list. Continuing on, we did point guards, shooting guards, small forwards. We're now doing power forwards on today's Friday episode. Centers will be on Tuesday's episode, so we'll round it out Tuesday. That'll be it for the top five at each position for the 2021 season. Mm -hmm. But power forwards, let's focus on. Power forwards is the only one, the only list so far, that there are five power forwards, and there's really no wiggle room. Can you agree with that? We haven't discussed, but we haven't discussed do we, do we think that is the case
1: um let's put it this way when i was doing my list yeah i the f- the first four were simple yeah i struggle with the fifth but i was able to come up with a fifth if you asked me to do a top 6 i wouldn't have come up with a 6 <laughs> i i'm with you so i think there's five
0: guys that you know it is what it is it's just the order like it has been for the past 3 positions so let's start with number 5 for 5 i'm going with demonte sabonis Zabonis was my fifth. I think he, you know, he got into the uh, to the All-Star. Game. Uh, by the way, all all five are All-Stars this year. All five are All-Stars. Oh. So I think that Zabonis is, is five for me because Zabonis got off to such a hot start, and he would probably be top three if he was continuing on that hot start and the Pacers were that top four seed in the East like they were to start. Yeah. Pacers have cooled off. Yep. He has cooled off as well, and that's why he was an injury replacement in the All-Star game. Because he wouldn't have been in the All Star game if there wasn't an injury to Kevin Durant. Right. So, I think that due to that, he's still a great player. I wish he was on the Orlando Magic. I I wish he was he wasn't traded. I think that he is he's still a great player. Didn't we trade just, him for like he was traded for Ibaka a, a Serge Ibaka yeah. back in that with stupid trade. Oladipo. Yep. So, <laughs> what it's look! I, I think he's a great stupid trade. He's a great player. He's a for sure top five power forward. I think the four guys above him are having much better seasons,
1: are much better players, but so I had him at fourth. You had him at fourth. Yeah. So again, both have him in there. I, I, you know what I like about his game? He plays. He every game he plays super hard. And That's he's what really, I love he's about He's a his really game. big leader. He gives you everything. Right. And he and with the 21 points, 11 rebounds, and six assists. Yeah. He's he's so spreads the floor a little bit, and, and he shoots so well for a big guy. He's he's just got a great touch on his shot. He's got a great wingspan, and he plays like a. He's got like like the, he's he's mean. He's mean. He's a mean he man. Yes, he is. I like him. I, I like him a lot. I really wish he was back on. So the,
0: so you have him at four. I'm
1: at four. And then so so who'd you have at at five then? At five, I had Julius Randle. Okay. So. So you have Randall above. I'll, I have Randall at four. But okay, so we around. switched Randall and Sabonis. Right. So Randall's averaging twenty three and eleven and five. Right. So his numbers are a little bit better. Stats are relatively the same. He's just
0: having two points. That I didn't even take stats into consideration. No, in yeah, well, you never do. I right? took uh, for for Julius Randall. Julius Randall. You got to remember. Yeah, Knicks fans liked him, but this guy was the the substitute for the for the star all-star player that they were supposed to get they were supposed to get Kevin Durant they were supposed to get Zion Williamson in the draft they were supposed to get Kyrie Irving he was an afterthought guess what they ended up with Julius Randle now the Knicks fans love Julius Randle because he's the all in all-star this year yep. he's leading this team to the fifth seed in the west or in the east right now he's and, all- he, and he's playing ridiculous that's why I I have him above Zabonis bonus for this year because he's leading that team, and he has not slacked off at all this year like Zabonis has in recent weeks. He has yep. consistent 20-point score a night, and he's hitting his shots.
1: Okay, so yes, agree with all that. The man is a double-double machine. I yeah. mean, pretty much, you can guarantee Julius Randle get you a double-double. The only reason that I have him lower than Zabonis uh, yeah. is he just doesn't shoot well from the floor. Like, if his back is to the basket, if he's within 10 feet of the basket, uh-huh. he's a beast. But if you put him a little bit further out, 10, 15 feet... He, he also, you know, you got to
0: remember, on the Knicks, he's putting up half the shots. With Sabonis, he has Brogdon, he has Miles Turner, he has other McDermott. He has, other guys are putting up shots that, that aren't his Yeah, so. but he
1: shoots like... 50, Sabonis shoots like 53%. You know, Julius Randle shoots like 47%. Mm-hmm. You know, that's really honestly the only difference is I like Sabonis' all-around game a little better. But Julius Randle's having a monster season.
0: All right, so our top three
1: is, I'm assuming, the same. If it wasn't, we'd have some serious discussion. If our top three is not
0: the same, though, then there's definitely something <laughs> wrong. At three, I'm going Zion Williamson. Zion Williamson is my number three. So we can agree. Zion Williamson is my number my number three. So Zion, coming into the league last year, was banged up. His de- his start was delayed. And he came in, and he was he took the lead by storm. He was obviously one of the most hyped prospects ever. Listen, and he, he went on that
1: 20-point streak, whatever. When you when you get sneakers that fit mm-hmm. and don't rip when you when you right. when you jump out of here, you, yeah. you can have really good
0: stats. Yeah, and he's been he's been dominant. He he really you gotta if you haven't you gotta watch this guy play and you gotta watch him just take over a game and just move other people around. And he's really not even he's not even shooting. He just dominates and takes to the rim. Even though he has a good sh- he has a really good jump shot he can spread the floor if he wanted to yep. but he's just playing to his strengths and he's bullying people on the on the glass he's just getting ah,
1: into the paint hold on hold on mm-hmm. he is a freak he is dominant he is somebody who can run you over and plow you yeah. but what is amazing is he's only averaging 7 rebounds a game yeah. he's not hitting the glass it's the only reason i don't have him higher on this list well is this I mean, guy seven should... rebounds I mean, he doesn't play center. He's I know he doesn't play center. Steven Adams on the team. I, I just think that he should have more rebounds a game. I really do. Like, I, I think this guy should be, you know, a nine to ten rebound a, a, a game kind of guy. The guy shoots though, sixty one percent from the field because literally ninety percent of his shots are dunks or layups. Right, but that he's what he's doing
0: is he's he's playing to his strengths and he's he's taking what you know people. The problem is is they match him up a lot of teams yep. with like guys that are just not. Up to his size, and he's what is he gonna do? Take shots because he can't get inside. Oh, no, man, he's listen. gonna get inside because he's bigger than everyone. Else. I get it, and he's stronger and better. He and... ain't. He ain't like Ben Simmons, who doesn't have an option to shoot. Okay. He can shoot. Why are you shoot. bringing Ben Simmons into this? Because I know people are gonna say, "Well, why are you bringing why ben, to Simmons? ben Simmons places his strength?" I saw your TikTok, by the way. Yes, man, you are just off. you are the biggest Ben Simmons. Char- Charles Barkley and uh, was going off saying that that Embiid and Simmons have Kobe and Shaq like. They're, they're Kobe and Shaq-like. And that made you that, very upset. Yeah, I turned MB, NBA and TNT off. <laughs> but anyway, Zion, the only reason he's not higher on those lists because he's going to get there once these two are out of the league. Yeah, And that's why number two for me is Anthony Davis this year. Oh, we agree. We do agree. So top three, we agree. Yep. Anthony Davis, basically because he has been hurt, he's only played 23 games to Giannis's 34. Yep. And it, it's, it's that and the fact that Anthony Davis, you know, Yes, he is Anthony Davis. He's great. He's a top ten player in the league. He's not having the best Anthony Davis season. Not even close. Look at the numbers. Not He's having close. a great year. But watch a Laker game. The Lakers fans will tell you he just wasn't playing the best. He's averaging twenty three eight and three. That's you know that's great numbers to, to being the second player to a, a, a team to LeBron. Yeah. So I think that look at the numbers. Yeah. That he was not playing the greatest he was not playing with the most intense uh, with intensity He was kind of just sitting back there lingering injury And that's the only reason that I wouldn't he's kind of he would usually in a, in a normal year where they're both balling out he'd be flip-flop with Giannis, but Giannis is just Too dominant as a as a as a ball handler yep. as a point guard shooting guard small forward power forward center plays all five positions and just put the ball in his hands He'll get you a bucket, whether it's his three-point shot that is a little inconsistent, yep. or it's drive to the basket and dunk on someone. And that's what I love about him is his versatility as a as a player, the fact that he plays all five positions, the fact that he is averaging 30 in nights still on, on Milwaukee, even though Milwaukee has, you know, quote-unquote struggled because, you know, they're the, they're the three-seed right now. But yep. I think that uh, Giannis tops
1: Anthony Davis this year um, as a player. I mean, candidly, I think Giannis trumps anthony davis every year
0: yeah Yeah, no i I do too but but
1: there's a lot of arguments that would probably have anthony davis above him you're talking about a two-time mvp you're talking about a guy who is uh, he's they they, (laughs) look they call him the freak for a reason he is so athletic Mm -hmm. he is so dominant if he takes it to the rim there is nobody who is going to stop him right and a guy who can put up 29 points and get 12 rebounds and have six assists and play 34 minutes a game and shoot he's, that's the thing that's also the thing with him is like he plays he's always on the
0: court always on the court he's always on the court
1: and he, you know he he average i think he uh his field goal percentage is around 56% the guy is one of the best players he, overall in the he's NBA He's taking
0: one thing i notice about him as he progresses through the uh through his years in the league is he takes a lot more smarter shots yeah. like a lot of the times he would take what's given to him because a lot of people would be like, let have him some space for three because he's not the best consistent shooter. But no, once no, he no. gets on a roll from three, he hits, he yeah. knocks it down a lot. You know, if he gets hot on a streak, but he he's taking smarter shots. He's not just oh dribble up the court. They're giving me the three. Or let's just take the three. He is maybe passing that up, giving it up, getting in the post,
1: taking an easier shot. That's what I like to see so, uh, from Giannis. And besides James Harden, is there anybody in the league with a better euro step? Hmm. Not at, not at seven feet tall. I mean. Not at any tall. No. I mean, not, I mean, the guy literally can do one dribble to the right, take a full step to the left, and all of a sudden whoever was guarding him is and not I, there and anymore. I
0: love players. There's only a select players that are 6'11", seven feet tall, like Giannis, Kevin Durant, and that's basically it. That can literally play the point guard position, dribble up, have everyone clear out, hit a shot over someone, drive past someone, dunk on someone. They're, they're the only two in the league, and that's why they're the best at at their positions no doubt about it so that I, I think that makes him more special than any other player on this list I think the the player that comp comps most to him he doesn't have the exact height but he plays a little bit like him as Zion Anthony Davis and, and Giannis have two different play styles but Zion has that can play point guard can drive past you can hit a shot over you yeah Zion's got to work on his outside shot to be Giannis material right but he doesn't, you know, he has obviously doesn't have the but, lengthiness, but, but he, he has the size that he can get past you.
1: Right, but think about it, I, you know, Giannis is, I, you know, I don't know how many years he is in the league, you know, now. I believe this is a six, seventh six year. or seven, something I believe like that. Seven, right, 2014. The, this guy early in his career w- was basically an 18 to 20 point score. Right now, he's a 29 30 point scorer. Well, I mean, beginning of his career, he was just a young guy off the bench, and then I'm saying when he started getting yeah, he was a 20 point, and then MVP started getting those right. So, Zion will get there, right? But Zion's got to get the shot that Giannis has to get those extra 10 points a game. Totally, the outside shot, yes. But I think, hands down, Anthony Davis is a phenomenal player when healthy, and I still think, even when you talk about Julius Randle and Sabonis and Williamson, I still think healthy Anthony Davis is a better player than all three of them. Mm-hmm. But there is no question in my mind, there is no argument to be made, and there is nobody that's going to tell me any different that Giannis is not the best power forward in the NBA. I agree with you. I uh, we, we've a, we agree on a list for the most part, only
0: one wow. difference, and that's just four or five in his preference. I'm looking forward to the centers next week. Yeah, the centers will be an interesting one because I have always had a strong opinion about the top five centers. I don't think there's a, in my opinion... Point guard, shooting guard, small forward, you can debate. It's it's preference, it's you know who's your, your fan favorite, whatever. Power forwards, we have the top five, there's no real debate. Yep. Centers for me, the exact order that the centers are in, there is no debate. And if you you if you have otherwise,
1: I lose respect for you. So uh, that that's as simple as it gets. So it's weird that you say that because in my head, I can pick out the top three, and I know the order you're going to pick them, and I know I'm going to agree with you. Yeah. But I, I got I, I got my top five laid out. It's been but, the whole year, but and I, there ain't no room. I, I gotta actually rack my brain for four and five.
0: Let Let me just give a little hint here to the uh, the listeners. There will be no Bam bio in that top five. They will not. And if eat. and if you and if you don't like that, I suggest not listening on Tuesday to that well, to that segment.
1: And and I know Ben Simmons won't be on the list either. No,
0: he won't. <laughs> He'd actually be higher on the centers list than the point guards list.
1: Hey, listen, you know where I'm going to be when people are listening to this uh, podcast? Where will he be? I will be at the Arnold Palmer Invitational oh, at Bay yeah, Hill. You're baby, in there tomorrow. I am heading there tomorrow, or as you guys are listening today. Wow. Yep. So round ra- round two without you, I'm going to have a couple cocktails and watch some good old golf in beautiful sunny Florida. All right. Well, I hope you I hope you have a good time without. Thanks, buddy, and I'll we'll, we'll reconnect on Monday, okay. Tuesday. That's going to do it for
0: today's episode. Make sure you share the podcast with your friends and your family if you enjoyed. Follow me on all socials. on Especially on TikTok, I'm posting daily sports content as well as answering all your fancy football questions. If you leave me a comment on any of my videos, I'll make a video responding to it. Uh, get me to a thousand followers. We're almost there by football season. Also, you can follow me on Instagram at the Sports Appeal Podcast. My TikTok handle is Sports Appeal AJ. My Instagram is the Sports Appeal Podcast. Follow me on all those. You can also listen to any other episodes of the podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Just search up the Sports Appeal. Also, you can go to my homepage, anchor.fm slash AJ teal to get to all the external links.